Hi, I'm Silver. And I'm Mira. And welcome to Matcha Mondays. We're two West Coast girls hoping to connect with our audience to discuss all things matcha, our favorite sneaky snacks, mental health, self-love, and of course, body positivity. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode. Today is going to be kind of quick and dirty because (laughs) Silver and I have both had some pretty intense weeks, uh, her more so than me. I do not want to say that I've been really going through it. Um, But we're going to kind of do a quick check-in and kind of talk about how we're supporting each other and then have like, yeah, I guess we'll call it a little therapy session. I think that's what we decided. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, that's going to be it. So um, (laughs) that's how it's going to be for now. And next epi will probably be more in depth, depending on our bandwidth. Yeah. But that's the fun part about it's just being you and I that we get to decide what the episodes are about. (laughs) Just come along with us. It's going to be chill and chatty. It'll be kind of more of like you guys are sitting in on our personal conversations. (laughs) (laughs) I guess we could start off with, do you want to go first? Do you want me to ask you how you're doing? We can kind of get into it. Sure. Okay. So as my, as a unlicensed mm-hmm. unauthorized not professional therapist mm-hmm. how have you been doing this week oh um <laughs> it's like i don't okay we're just gonna be honest without being a letdown or a total bummer so well i think we should maybe give like our listeners maybe uh like a disclaimer yes that's um, a good idea this episode might not be entirely the most happy or fun but we are going to talk about how we're handling stuff so it's going to be like real shit we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about real stuff and we're going to talk about how we're going to get to the light at the end of the tunnel so there is like a positive spin to it but we Mm -hmm. just yeah we have to kind of get to the nitty-gritty which might not be the happiest Mm -hmm. so little disclaimer so let's yeah let's just hop in oh let's just hop in let's talk about it let's 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 just be honest let's just be Mm -hmm. real um so i woke up (laughs) I woke up on Saturday morning severely depressed, and that's just how that is. Okay, we should be laughing. Here's the thing about us, you guys. Obviously, mental health is something we're so passionate about. Yeah. I think when it comes to us, we always downplay what we're going through. 100%. So we just laugh it off. And yeah. we have dark humor to cope. And it's not necessarily a good thing. And I'm not saying, like, this is the way you should be. Like, you should just joke about everything. Like, yeah. no, no, you shouldn't. And, like, all my love to Silver. But, like, sometimes she'll downplay it so bad where I'm like, listen, you little shit. You are being so stupid right now. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, obviously, I use a better word than stupid. But, like, I'm, like, literally, like, I I can't be quiet anymore. Like, I, I if I were there, I you'd probably kick me out of your house because I wouldn't let you do this. No. Eventually, so, I would let... I would let... I don't know about that, in. man. <laughs> I've been dialing it back because I'm just like, oh, there's so much I want to say, but like it's not my place. Okay. Well, anyways, you talk, you jump in with me because this is just how it is. We're just having a conversation and I'm just also talking to all of the people listening. But yeah, I woke up on Saturday morning and I was not feeling good. Like you kind of just wake up and you're like, fuck, I'm depressed. Like you just know Mm -hmm. it just it just hits you. And the way it affects me is I get very, very tired, which doesn't help because I am already still like in the post COVID lethargy, 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 lethargy. I think that's how it's pronounced. So it's lethargy, but I could be wrong. I don't know if it's... I always say lethargy, but I don't know if it's... Le- Hang on. You might be right. Thurgy. Lethargy. 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 Why is it doing it so fast? Lethargy. It's saying thurgy. It's not even saying lethargy. It's saying thurgy. Thurgy. That's wrong, dictionary. Thurgy. How to pronounce... Webs... Le- no, is it Webster's? We no. Lethargy. That's American. British. British. Lethargy. lethargy lethargy she had lethargy i had lethargy Saturday morning. i had lethargy from the recovery so yeah that's i basically was like extra tired and i have this thing where and maybe other people can relate that it's just like this feeling of overwhelming sadness and i get it in my throat and like right behind my eyes where i just constantly feel like i'm going to like break out break out in song break out into tears like that's just 
how it feels mm-hmm. for me. But the thing is, I'm massively stubborn. So I don't let myself just like be sad. And I had so much and there's so much I have to do in my life and at work. So I have not allowed myself like a single second until pretty much last night to even say like, I'm not okay. And that is not something that I am proud of. And I really don't think that this is how one should behave, especially one who is trained in mental health and has a mental health podcast. But that's just the reality of it where I'm a huge hypocrite at this point and I don't want to be, which is kind of why we're actually talking about it because one, I think, you know, we're so relatable. <laughs> like I think other people can understand, like we know what we're supposed to do. We know what's best for us, but there's just this thing in you that's like, no, I don't have time for this. Like I don't want to acknowledge it. I just want to keep going and hopefully it'll go away. And it's not a good way to live because yeah, last night I was talking to Mira and I was just like, yeah, I'm not okay. And I don't know what to do about it because it's a very situational and the thing, not situational depression, but like the reasons why I ha- don't have time to deal with it or have any time to myself is very situational. And I just keep saying that about everything I think though. Like there's always mm-hmm. something going on in my life where I'm like, well, it's just right. situational. Like, yeah. And if I, if I can hop in, yes, here. hop in. I think too, like the way silver is, is yeah. Like, and obviously everything I say is out of love and you can yes, claim anything you're not I know, happy I know. with. But the problem, it's like her greatest strength and biggest downfall, I think, is that she is stubborn. So like she can power through a lot of stuff, but at the same time, it gets to this point where it's like a ticking time bomb situation mm-hmm. where suddenly it just hits you. And I think last night when we were talking about it, I I was kind of telling you or telling her that, you know, you may not see this, but because you keep doing this to yourself, like it's not just affecting you, but it's starting to affect everything around you. Like Mm -hmm. it's affecting your relationship. It's affecting your friendship with me. Like not in a bad way. Like obviously we're here talking, but like maybe like, like, and then for example, like I'll, I'll um, give some insight. So I've like been dealing with not dealing with like bad things. I've just had a lot of things happen this week. Like most have been exciting. Some have been funny. And like I have been kind of struggling emotionally with certain things. Mm -hmm. And I took a big step back with Silver. Like I wasn't really sharing with her because I just felt like it wasn't my place. But also, and I don't even think you and I got a chance to talk about it. But like for me, I also don't want to share and give insight to something because I want to have like an actual conversation. And I know if you're not in the mental place for it, then... I'm not going to get the, I not like ideal response, yeah. but we're not going to have like the proper conversation. Like productive. I think. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a productive conversation, but also like, I feel like I would feel kind of not disappointed, but I'd kind of feel like unfulfilled with what I wanted mm-hmm. to have a conversation about because it would be like, well, I wanted to talk to this about you, but like, I know you can't talk about it. So if we have a haphazard conversation, like it's not going to really address yeah what I'm thinking so it's better to postpone it at least Mm -hmm. that's how I think like I I'm very situation based I think with certain things so that was Mm -hmm. like part of the reason why I was kind of pulling back a little because like I knew she was really going through it without even her really telling me and like there's times where I would just call her and I'd be like I know something's up with you like I know you didn't tell Mm -hmm. me but like I just know Mm -hmm. And so that was the thing is I kind of pointed it out to to her. I was like, you know, you might not see it, but this is what's happening around you because you just keep stretching yourself so thin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you're getting sick. Like it's showing up like on your body. Like you're not feeling good. Like you're not taking good care of yourself. You're not sleeping through the night. So that's the thing is like, again, it's like your biggest, or I keep saying your because I'm talking to you, but like for our audience, it's her biggest strength and biggest weakness because again, like it helps with certain situations, but then it really backfires and does a number on the body. Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of was telling her, you know, like, for example, like she was not feeling good, but she was like helping other people out with their like errands and their lives and with routines and stuff and I was like you know that like no offense or anything but these people have other people they can rely on and Mm -hmm. if you cancel or if you dial back for one day 
they're not going to die. Like mm-hmm. everything's going to be fine. They're going to find out what, like what they can do. Like they can find a way to handle whatever situation they're in. So I was like, cause I know like with me, if she can't handle stuff with me, like she just tells me and I'm like, you need to do that with everybody else Mm -hmm. like no matter how close or how not close you are with them like you need to say hey I just can't do this like I know I promised you and I take promises to to heart which I know you and I do like we're very promise driven Mm -hmm. also if you guys hear tapping noises it's it's the doggy (laughs) sleeping but he he gets excited when I when I start talking so if you hear that it's him um but yeah I was telling her you know like you need to kind of treat other people (laughs) treat others the way you treat me but really though like the transparency that she and I have I think is Mm -hmm. so important to have all across the board because like you can have one friendship go really well because of that but Mm -hmm. then everything else is going to fall apart around you if you're not able to maintain that same level I think of communication yeah which is just like it's something that I've been dealing with like my whole life and you'd think I'd fucking learn my lesson by now but it's just I have this need or I guess the word is I feel really responsible for other people and I know that this is something that I've learned like growing up and just I've always wanted to be helpful and I've always wanted to make sure everybody around me feels loved and cared for but the issue is it's at the expense of myself So Mm -hmm. that's when it's a problem. Like I just really, really want people to be okay and happy and for them to feel like there's at least one person that will always be there for them. But the issue is I'm that person for everyone. And I think like in a weird way, like I feel like I feel like now I'm psychoanalyzing you. No, let's <laughs> do this. It's our live therapy therapist. session. Well, I feel like low key, like you 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 like responsibility. Like you like I love that. it. Yeah. And nothing I'm saying is in a bad way, like for our audience. No. Like, it's just me being like, this is how you are. Yeah. But and I'm very aware. About, yeah. And yeah. the thing about you is like you you like to just take control of the situation. So mm-hmm. I think in a I think subconsciously you like being everyone's. Like, oh, I have. 100%. Contact. Yeah. Yeah. But I think because of that, that is kind of why like you allow it to happen to yourself. And it cuts to this point where yeah, like you're panicking because you are everyone's like first contact your first person to go to. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of where like, I don't think I'm like the greatest example in the world. But I feel like this is where I kind of come into a situation where I'm like, you got to do what I do where I'm just like, I say my two cents, I tell people what they need to do. And then I just let them do whatever they want. Like, Mm -hmm. I do not take that sense of responsibility with anything. Like I try really hard to bring it home. You have really good boundaries. With that, I think I do. Yeah. With other things, probably not. (laughs) But But I would, yeah, I would say in this aspect, I, yeah, I'm I'm good about like leaving things where they are. Mm -hmm. Like even with you, like I adore you. I love you. But even with like the situation that she's dealing with with this week, like I say what I have to say, but I'm like, you're going to do what you want to do. And Mm -hmm. it's going to make me sad because you probably won't listen to me. I'm and I'm trying to watch you crash and burn, but I will still just be like, you got to learn this. On- <laughs> well, and I know you're trying. I yeah. know you're trying. But that's what I mean, though, is like, I think if the roles were reversed, like you'd be like trying really hard to fix everything. Mm-hmm. But like in this situation, I'm like, I know I can't. Yeah, because it's your life and it's your choice. And yeah, it's what you've decided to do. And I just have to respect it. But I also have to understand that like certain things might not go in I guess go in a different direction but like for example like I, I might need to mentally like I know that you probably won't be in a good headspace for things that if something bad like really bad were to happen to me like you might not be in the right headspace to like sit and have a really long conversation about it which is why like for the past two days I've been like okay I can give you a rundown but do you want to actually know what's going on or do mm-hmm. you want me to just like tell you stupid shit that I had say and like today I had like an anxiety attack but I just told her about it but I didn't like call her and was like can you sit with me through this like I need you like I was like just like you know this is what's happening but I'm okay and I got this because like I did I, I know not to expect that mm-hmm. and it's not like an insult to you or it's not like me yeah being, like you're a shitty friend for this it's just I know like you're dealing with a lot of shit and I can't fix it so I just have to accept the situation yeah yeah which is like I think again yes I need a page of your book I need to take out but it's just really difficult because even like while literally when Mira told me that I was going to the hospital for someone else yeah so I was like fuck I'm like I want to be here for her and now I feel really badly that I can't be but also like this is this is right here happening so 
like I have and I've said to her before like if she's having a bad day and whatever I'm just like I want to just fix it like I wish I could just take this all away and for you to be better and it makes me like very very upset that I can't do that like I wish I had a magic wand just wave over everybody and then everything's fine for them and I would love that the issue is that's not reality we need to have your sister on the podcast because she probably has the best boundaries out of all of us in terms of that pretty much specifically yeah she does a really good job about that but like i'm practicing really hard but it's just very difficult for me like my first therapist she recommended this book and it was called too good for her own good because i would go in there and i'd be like i just want everyone to be happy i don't understand why i can't fix it like i'm doing everything i can and they're still not happy and i don't know what to do and i want everyone to be okay and solve world hunger and (laughs) whatever like it's like too much pressure yeah and like I don't understand why I've decided like I've assigned this to myself that I need to be that person I can tell you why well I definitely 100% have older sibling syndrome like that's just how it is because I feel like responsible for everyone is like my younger sibling that I just like I think so but I think you've also just been put I, I won't go into I it, know. but you've been put in a lot of situations where you had to fix everything, which wasn't unfair, but now you have to deal with that, which same here. Like I also had the same experience. So I just think that it makes sense why you do want everyone to be happy and you do want to fix everything because I mean, that anxiety and that feeling like just doesn't leave the next day. Like no. things might be fine in that aspect of your life, but that residual anxiety is never going to leave or that response that you have mm-hmm. to those situations. It's not going to just leave the next day. No. But what I think is funny, though, is like if I were to flip the situation, like people mm-hmm. not not to be like rude, but people don't do that for me. Like people aren't like, holy shit, like Silver's not having a good day. I need to do like drop everything and be there and make sure she's happy. And like, that's not something I'm looking for. So I'm like, other people probably aren't either. Like they're not looking for me to like fix everything. And that's what I was telling her yesterday. I was like, you know, you have this expectation where you think people like no offense are going to die if you don't help them that day. But that's not the case. Like everybody has a support network. I'm like, no one in your life is that one stranded friend who has nobody. Like I have a support network. Your husband does. Her friends do. Like all the friends that she has, I think do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like your friends do, at least the ones that I've met, they all have a support network. They all have people that they can talk to. So I I'm like, you know, everyone has somebody that isn't you. So if you for one one week, let's say you're just not able to help anybody, no one is going to crash and burn. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe I would I would not do the most amazing. I would be a little sad. But again, like I would be so sad if I like went a week without talking to you or helping you with anything. (laughs) I would be really not good for us. I'd be like, where is she? I think we have like a healthy codependence, but I definitely think we are a little codependent on each other. But I don't think it's in a bad way, though. No, it's just we really enjoy our friendship. Which so, is why we basically call each other sisters. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I literally, like, I think of you as my sister on a day-to-day. Like, I don't Me really too. think of, like, oh, my best friend. I'm like, oh, that's my sister. No. I think Moving that's the on. thing, too, like, um, which is, like, kind of, like, different topic. But, like, we've talked about before that, like, we're not afraid to, yeah, be transparent with each other or, like, get mad at each other because we know it's going to be fine. And I don't really have that friendship with a lot of other people because a lot of times, and Mira knows this 100%, I don't say anything when people upset me because I'm like, I don't feel safe enough to like, I am afraid that I say this and that person is going to be like, well, you suck. Fuck you. Bye. And like, there's, but there's a there's a point to that though. If yeah. you do do that and the friend is willing to just be like fuck you then bye, bye. that's very telling of that person. Yes. And I'm like so passionate. That is very telling of that person. It and is. You don't want that friend anyway. A hundred percent. But like I, it almost feels like sometimes I'm like it's just not worth it. Like it sounds bad but I'm like I just don't care enough about this person to like figure it out with them that I'll just like deal with it which is probably not good either. Mm-mm. But it is <laughs> it's not good. But like the, with like our friendship we have 
talked had some really difficult conversations in our friendship and I think we both the whole time were like I hate that we're doing this like I hate that we have to have a conversation but we both knew like okay we're gonna talk about this now it's gonna be totally fine tomorrow like we've got Mm -hmm. this like this is totally good it's not pleasant but uh, (laughs) yeah that's exciting for for, what i said that's just very exciting exciting update from me i think it's just yeah (laughs) yeah, there's just so much going on and it's not fun i I don't even know all of it no you don't like there's still like half half, there's a lot she hasn't told me yet this is which i'm still waiting to hear (laughs) well the thing is it's like there's so much that it almost just doesn't matter at this point you know that's not true but no. it doesn't. I mean, I know the feeling, but it still does matter. It does matter. Unload it. So. Yeah. But like even last night, I finally cried properly. And I just kind of like sat there and was like, wow, I'm really depressed. Like I'm really sad. And I just like had to just get it out. So sometimes it's just really good to get it out and I do feel a lot better after doing that and I'm just kind of hoping that yeah because tomorrow I'm going on a little trip with my family and we're just gonna do nothing and as Mira suggested I'm not even gonna bring my work phone and I already told staff that like I'm just not gonna be available so they have to figure it out on their own so I'm gonna have a very well-deserved break and I'm looking forward to that and honestly feeling a lot better today just still like very residual I guess feelings so yeah that's that's me how are you oh how <laughs> your I? turn I mean, my turn oh gosh I mean to be completely sir please stop barking burp, burp. Um, this dog just like is relentless barks he- constantly very ill-behaved they keep him outside all day so no wonder he's like this it's yeah so sad he wants attention and love i know um so how have i been i'm yeah. okay um i'd say if anything i just get disappointed but i'm fine i've been dealing with a lot of test anxiety mm-hmm. uh so that's been something i've been struggling with so i've had to like take a lot of breaks which for me is hard because like it was funny because I posted this on my story the other day like I was like I don't know how I was able to do my degree as quickly as I did because I can barely get through this lecture even though it's a very long lecture but like for me I'm like but I used to have lab for three hours Mm -hmm. and I sat through lab for three hours I'm like so why can't I sit through a four-hour video yeah and I'm like well because you haven't been in school like lately so I'm just trying to give myself grace and I've been like I think I've been handling it pretty well like I made myself tea I took a shower I changed into comfier clothes did my skincare I hugged the doggy and I snuggled with him and I just cried a little bit like very little like I got like four tears out and I was like all right well I can't cry anymore so then I called I called my mentor I called my family and just kind of like chatted with them for a bit and like I feel okay and I'm lucky because I have a lot of people rooting for me when it comes to this so like I have had some friends like offer to help me study for this exam and things like that so Mm -hmm. I know I'm not alone it's just I have really high expectations for myself and since I was young I always felt that no matter what I accomplished in school I was still a fraud like I wasn't actually smart and like to this day syndrome yeah like to this day you could say like wow you're like you're super accomplished like you have a really good job like you're really intelligent and I'll be like no Mm -hmm. none of that is true like and that's something I need to work on like I really need to work on believing in myself but I feel like that's part of the reason why I keep forcing myself to do all of these things that really make me uncomfortable like studying like different for example different languages or taking a class or like doing ice skating again like I push myself so hard because I want to convince myself and give myself proof Mm -hmm. that I am not my thoughts and I can do anything I set my mind to which is true like I really have accomplished anything I've set my mind to but like I guess I just always need constant proof so yeah that's kind of where we're at also, boys are dumb. Mm-hmm. We don't really have to get into it. Because, like, just for the record, because mm-hmm. I know some guys be listening to this podcast. I'm very <laughs> happy on my own. But, you know, 
I entertain men here and there, and they're just all very. You're just not ready to handle all of this. <laughs> they haven't had the just, crash course. Yeah, no, because like I, I think I really do want to do an episode on like having high standards and because I know like one of our followers who is also one of my friends actually was asking like how do you get over a breakup and like I want to do another episode on how to get over a breakup but we've done like a single and self-love like dating yourself. yeah, but, yeah okay we haven't then really yeah. done a yeah we how should, get over though. A breakup which I think I have a lot to say because I'm living proof that you can get over somebody you think you're gonna fucking live the rest of your life with mm-hmm. um but I also really want to do an episode on why it's okay to have really high standards, why it's okay not to adhere to hookup culture, why it's okay to really, yeah, like have really strict boundaries and not be afraid of communicating them. So I was telling Silver and I was telling my roommate because, you know, occasionally I'll like, I guess, quote unquote, give a guy a little bit of a chance or a little, like I'll open the door a little bit and I'll be like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, I'll open the door just a crack and I'll see if you'll do anything with the access I'm giving you. And if I see like no effort, if I see like weird behavior, if I see even the littlest of a red flag, I'm like done. Mm -hmm. And I have like gone on dates and the guy will be like super, super nice. And then there'll be one thing he says that is a red flag in my book. And I'm like, okay, we're done. Like I have not given any chances, which I think is really like a testament to how much I've grown because last year I was seeing somebody for a little bit and I ignored so many red flags like immediately uh so (laughs) won't be doing that again but yeah I think it's just a struggle because I keep trying to tell myself like it's the universe's timing or it's God's timing and like if I'm meant to be with somebody I will be with them and like the guy I'll end up with is gonna or person I end up with is going to be a person who really fucking tries with me Mm -hmm. and works every single day to like make sure that they know that I know that they love me or care about me or want to put an effort because I see living proof of it I see it with my roommate and her boyfriend like I they put in so much effort with each other there's constant open line communication I can see how much they really like each other I mean I see Silver and her husband like I see the exact same thing and like so I know it's real and I know it's not an unrealistic expectation to have. It's just, unfortunately, there's just not a lot of that around me. Yeah. So I just, yeah, I keep giving myself grace and I think it's good that I have such a supportive network. Like Silver's got my back, my roommate, God bless her. Like I have nothing. Like I always have not like the best things to say about her. Like she is so protective, which is so sweet because she hasn't known me for that long. Mm-hmm. No, she's but been lovely. She's so nice and like very protective. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I just I'm very protective. And I was like, Oh, you're protective of me. That's so cute. Like, thank you for being protective of me and yeah. my emotions. Cause you know she's I'll got get your really back. Sick. Yeah. But where am I like yeah, I guess at the end of the day, like when I say like boys are dumb and whatever it's just because yeah like I'll open the crack of the door and like I have been getting better at not having expectations but I am a hard to please person so sometimes I get disappointed but I would argue that you do have expectations like that you expect them to be like this and if they're not it's when you're like, no. So it's not like you're mm-hmm. going into something like, I have no expectations. Like, I'm prepared for disappointment. You're like, yeah. no, this is not acceptable, which is... Well, even as a friend, because, like, that's yeah. the thing I was telling Silver. Like, I go into situations with men, like, with the intention of having a friendship first. Like, I mm-hmm. never... I'm never, like, uh, I want to just go and become boyfriend-girlfriend with you because mm-hmm. I need to know that person for them, which is why, like, for me personally online dating and dating apps is really not an ideal form Mm -hmm. of meeting somebody for me because I cannot jump into something with the intention of dating without knowing that person as a friend without knowing that like I'm going to be with my best friend for the rest of my life yeah I know for some people they date through the dating app and eventually like it just happens and works out which is great but like I've always been a friendship best friend then date person yeah I've always been that way so I don't know if it's just me being stubborn. So I try here and there to be a little more open-minded and I'll be like, okay, maybe I'll try again and redownload the app. But I just really hate the superficiality of it where you basically are swiping 
on looks first. Yeah. And like, I know I do it. I know they do it. And, but that's the thing. Like, I don't want to meet somebody because I was like, oh, you're cute. Like, I want to like get to know somebody because I like them. So that's why I really prefer natural communication and natural meetings and things like that. But yeah, I think what I was saying is like with these, the situation with this person, like I even have, you're right. Like I do have expectations and it's honestly just for friendship. Like as a friend, I'm like, if you want to be friends with me, you would put in effort. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to be friends with me, you would try to plan stuff or you, I don't know, be like enthusiastic about it. But if I don't see any of that, then I'm already like, yeah, if you're not even doing this to be a friend to me, Mm -hmm. I can't even see anything beyond that. Yeah. So I think, yeah, just I'm I'm very happy that I do stick to what I say, Mm -hmm. but it is hard to tell myself that it'll all lead to something that will make me happy one day. Yeah. Like, you know, every, I guess I would say every block or obstacle is a path to redirection or I don't know, something, there's some phrase like that. Yeah. So I just think for me, like, I, I also like control in my life and I like knowing exactly where my life is headed. I like having a plan. I'm very meticulous about things. So not knowing that aspect of my life is very difficult. Mm-hmm. And I also... Like, I know it's silly, but I think about everyone that has ever hurt me. And if I see them with somebody that I see on social media, but for, for, so here's the other thing is like, I look at social media, right. And I see like, oh, so-and-so is now dating somebody or so-and-so is now married or whatever. And like, for, I'm learning to like, not put a lot of emphasis and thought because Silver had a great point. She's like, Mira, if you wanted a boyfriend, you could have one tomorrow. It's just you have really high expectations and that's why you don't have one. And that's like, that's good. your choice. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, because oftentimes I do see people like dating certain people and I'm like, I don't understand why. Like you're not happy or they don't treat you well or yeah. you like, know, you're lying on social media about how content you are. And like, I see that and I'm like, I don't want that. Like, I'd rather be single, which is why I am single. So it's like a constant having to remind myself. But yeah, this week has just been a little bit more of me leaning on talking to myself a lot through that process and telling myself it's going to be okay, trying to trust in God's timing. But it is really hard mm-hmm. as somebody who really is setting the bar high now yeah that's where we're at (laughs) which is like i think the thing i keep reminding you again yeah is like you could go out and get a boyfriend and have a subpar relationship maybe like maybe like ideally Mm. it would all be fantastic and it's your person and blah 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 but there's so many people we both know that are in relationships that they a hundred percent settled for and like what i don't understand like and i don't we're just not the kind of people who would survive that like I would I would literally like we would kill each other yeah if I was with somebody like I mean I I was in a subpar relationship my last relationship and I could not I heard Rocky he's agreeing with me I he's know. like that guy sucked yeah no but like literally like at at any this guy was constantly disappointing me so I was constantly angry and upset because I was like why can't you do the bare minimum so yeah like why would you stay in something you're right like we we would not I personally would not survive no I would never and I wouldn't (laughs) like the thing is like we the things that we do very very well is having high expectations to the point for (laughs) ourselves that is sometimes a little bit unhealthy because we expect like perfection from ourselves which is not very nice to do to oneself but for other people like we expect the best of what like we think we deserve and luckily we think we deserve a pretty good shit Mm-hmm. So we're not going to accept anything less, which is why I always remind Mira, I'm like, again, you could go out and get any guy you wanted and have a 
ran like subpar relationship that's not yeah, like, the he issue could do the bare minimum but the thing is i don't want the bare yeah like minimum, you so. you've been out with some guys who are really nice funny whatever you're like there's nothing wrong with them but they're definitely not that person for me yeah which and i really strongly feel like i'll know when i know like i mm-hmm. i will know yeah if they are that person i have not had that feeling. yeah and like so. <laughs> yeah it's it's possible like and the thing is too which is why i tell mira i'm like you are choosing a more difficult road nowadays because everybody's online dating and like can get behind that but you don't want to do that and that's your choice so this is the harder road but it's what you want and i firmly believe that that will pay off in the long run because it'll happen the way you need it to for you to be able to have a healthy and successful relationship you aren't just you deep down i know you you would not be happy with someone that you met on an app no and let me tell you why because how (laughs) the hell do you build up to the flirting game and have that push pull i don't know if we like each other more than friends or are we just friends? Like, I need that. I need that shit because I read a lot of books and that happens in books. I'm sorry, I'm screaming. Um, but I need that. I need that in my life. And that's the mm-hmm. thing. It's like, I go on these dates and I'm like, I I don't understand. Like, where would we go from here? Like, we constantly sit and eat dinner and just talk about mundane shit. I'm like, how are we going to get to the flirting part? Because let me, let me tell you guys, I want to date with this guy and we like just talked for a couple hours we talked and then we get to the very end of it and I mean I'm glad he was up front I'm glad he asked these questions because I mean these are questions you need to ask and it breaks the ice and you know you know what the expectations are moving forward Mm -hmm. but he was asking what I wanted and like where I was headed with this and I was like buddy we just met once like I need to get to know you as a friend before anything else I was like if you think I'm gonna put out tonight you're out of your goddamn mind and it from what he seemed to think throughout our conversation is that because I know this about myself not to toot my own horn Mm -hmm. but I'm very funny and I'm very good (laughs) at like flirty joking like I'm good like that's just how I am I'm like that with anybody though like I'm like that with my girlfriends I'm like that with my guy friends and I'm like that with my partner like I am just that kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like I tease, but not to be mean, but that's just like a form of like me play joking. Yeah. So I guess because I did like literally the bare minimum, this guy was convinced that there was sexual chemistry is what he said (laughs) between us. And I remember I I was like, oh, um, no, sorry. And I remember I got in the car after all of this. I call Silver and I'm like, what the fuck does he think he means by sexual chemistry? I didn't think of him in that way once because there's no like foundation for that kind of attraction. Like you can look at somebody and think they're attractive, but once they open their mouth, like there's a lot that goes into being attractive to somebody, Mm -hmm. which I don't think guys understand. Like if you're going to talk the talk, you better walk the walk. And he was not walking any walk. He was just existing. He was rolling. He was rolling across the street. That's what I mean. It's like, you can't meet somebody once and just be like, there's sexual attraction i'm like what well the thing is like perhaps like sometimes like maybe there's people in life when you meet them you're like whoa i'm super attracted to this person like like intellectually physically whatever but i feel like that happens when you naturally meet them right like because when you go into an app like you already know like how they talk kind of and you've already like seen photos of them and it's like well the thing is i cannot i cannot speak for an app like i have never no. had that experience one of the lucky ones luckily her partner organically <laughs> yes which was very lucky but the thing is too like i think people need to remind themselves especially if you want to go the route that mira is going which like i applaud because it's way more difficult <laughs> and way harder but i always think I'm dying. <laughs> i always think I'm of not. like the harder like the hard road usually pays off more from what I have experienced and seen. I hope. I hope. I hope. And sometimes, yeah, you go on an app, you get really fucking lucky and it all works out. And that's fantastic. And if that's okay with both of you, kudos to you. If you live your happy life, I am so happy for you. 
I'm not that kind of person either. I know if right now I like I 100% know if I was not married, I would be single right now because there's no person that I have been able to be like, oh, shit, I really want to be with you. And I think that's why Mira and I are very similar in that way. And I'm so sorry I cannot be single with you during this period of our lives. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I, I think right now I really am one of the only single people I know. So you know, okay. all my friends are single, but all your this friends are taken. Wait, this is true. Yeah, all yeah. silvers. Okay. That's a story for another day, but yeah, all Silver's friends I know. are single, but all of mine are not. I know. Like, so many, that's why she's like, everyone's taken. I'm like, what are you talking about? So many of my friends are single. Like, I don't understand. But yeah, anyways, like, it is the harder route, but like, you are not 100% going to be satisfied with anything less. So why would you waste your time doing that, right? Yeah. So, and like, you're the type of person like me where we take a long time to feel anything for anyone. And we take a long time to then be attracted them sexually. So it's just, it's the harder route. But I think, yeah, like Mira and anyone else who's dealing with this, you need to continuously remind yourself, like, this is your choice. This is your (laughs) cross to bear. And it, it might suck because it is harder but I fully think that if the, this is the kind of person you are, this is what you want, you're going to get it because there's seven fucking billion people on this planet. Like, but not one fish in the sea. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so it's going to happen. It just takes yeah. time. And like, I don't think, I don't like, I think if your standards were unrealistic. <laughs> The dog is snoring again. He's cracking me up. He's agreeing with us. Yes, he's agreeing. But I think if your standards were unrealistic, and like I have told you sometimes with things you were like, well, I wanted to be like this one. I'm like, okay, that's a bit like (laughs) not. I don't think they're that unrealistic. Maybe not anymore. I can't remember there's one thing, though, where... No, it was enemies to lovers. That, yes. That's what I wanted. Yes. That's what I wanted. I, I mean, I still low-key want it, but it's Well, fine. it wasn't unrealistic. That was the thing. It was just... I thought it was very unhealthy. That's what it was. It's so bad. Which it's I was so like, bad. No. I've actually had it before, and it's so toxic, mm-hmm. but it's so addicting. No. So we're not doing that. It's great. Listen, listen to, my, to my people. If you're single and you don't give a fuck about standards, do that yeah i don't know i just think like i i am very very confident that you're gonna find the right person and i'm very confident that we're gonna love them and be able to travel all together yeah that's literally and i was telling my roommate about this i told her i was like you know a year and a half after i broke up with my ex i literally took out a journal and i wrote down every single quality i wanted in a guy i shut it i had like to this day i don't really know where i put it i'm sure it's somebody i remember that list though i uh, yeah i read Mm -hmm. the entire list of silver and she's like (laughs) they can't hear you nodding (laughs) oh she she was nodding she was like yes 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 just mm. yeah and you read it to my (laughs) mom i forgot that you can't yeah, oh, I did read it to your mom. Yeah, you read it to my mom, and all of us were like, yeah, that's very, very reasonable, and so let's find this fucker and get you together, and it'll all be Listen, fine. if you listen to this podcast, and you're an attractive man, no, I'm kidding, I do not want to meet anyone through our podcast. That would be Can so you imagine, weird. though? That would make me really uncomfy. Oh my god, a fan. Matcha, a matcha, uh, whatever you A fan? It? I date a fan. That's when you know fan. I've made we've made it, man. If if we start having fans that are like, is Mira single? Is Mira single? Well, if anybody lives um, in um the West Coast, preferably California, Seattle, or Vancouver, and you have a or Portland or Portland, but like that, like little strip, like not too far away. That's ideal. Yeah, that would be great. If if <laughs> you, you do have someone, you know, like. It's not not a possibility. I mean, I mean, uh, but yeah. Also, <laughs> going going like way 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 back to what you were saying about you like having like expectations for yourself and like really mm-hmm. like not feeling like, like you want to do more and more and more and more. And like I always tell Mira like because she's always had to be in survival mode she's never kind of taken a step back to like smell the roses of her success and be like whoa what the fuck like 
look at me look at all i, I can't did even find the roses let alone smell exactly them. and like i i get that too because like i undermine a lot of my accomplishments because they're not where i want to be like i feel like we're not gonna be ever satisfied because we are not taking that time to be like we did a really good job and i'm really appreciative for what i have right now and like it's so shitty and i know everyone like shoves gratitude down everyone's throats but like i know you've actually been trying and like practicing gratitude more often because it's honestly the only way to retrain our brains into being like hey we need to take a step second because the way that the world is set up and capitalism is set up is that we always need more and we feel like we need more to be successful. And then there's always going to be someone <laughs> I can hear that's I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'm going to mute myself while you talk. Okay. Like there's always going to be people who are more successful than you. And that's just how it is. And that sucks. But again, and I say this to Mira and myself all the time, like stay in your own fucking lane, man. Like how do the passing cars affect you at all? And you never, ever know. And this is the same with lots of things, like people who are seemingly more successful than you or have like a really lovely relationship that you might be a little bit jealous of. It's like you have no idea who's in that car. You have no idea what that car is made of. And you have no idea if that car is going to fucking drive off the road at any second. So why does that affect you? Unless they're coming into your lane and you need to just boot them out. Like, how does that have anything to do with you? And I remind myself that constantly too. But like, I will look at someone and be like, even if... Like, you know, like I'm happy for lots of people if they're happy, but there's so many people where I look at them and I'm like, I know the ins and outs of this and it's not what it seems. And it's yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. Yeah. Sorry. Is is you're right about that. And like social media, I think, is like the biggest contributor to this. You'll look at stuff that people have or they're showing off and you're like, wow, their life is so great and so much better than mine. And that's where I mean, literally the only reason I really get like antsy about maybe being single is because of social media mm-hmm. like in my day-to-day like I don't really go around looking at people and being like oh like I'm single I mean maybe like you know <laughs> if I see a couple being really cute together then I'm like oh that's actually kind of cute but overall yeah like I would say social media is probably the biggest contributor to not feeling satisfied or happy in your life but yeah. I think also too like if you struggle with practicing gratitude or like recognizing things within yourself, like Silver and I do this, like if we're having a bad day, like we'll text each other. Like, and I mean, I know I've done this for you. Like I'll text an entire list of reasons why you should be proud of yourself. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, literally screenshot this if you don't remember. Yeah. So like you can ask a trusted friend or family member to be like, Hey, I'm having a rough time. Can you just text me some reasons why like I should be proud of myself? Yeah. And I think, yeah, like taking that step back like pretty constantly and recognizing all your accomplishments. And it is very difficult if you've had to just keep going and not stop and like praise yourself or be celebrated. And it can be very difficult too if you like you've been kind of raised in an environment where it's like, oh, you got an A. Why didn't you get an A plus? Like, it's it's difficult, and I totally can understand that. But then now it's your responsibility to take charge of that and do that yourself. Like, say like, oh, look at like even if you bought yourself a fucking bag, like how exciting for you. Like that's really good. Like you saved up for it, maybe or you know, you just got it for yourself. You treated yourself and you're like, I could not afford this before. And look at me now. I can afford it. Like, that's amazing. And you should reward yourself for that. And you should be proud of it. And you should not be embarrassed when like your friends could buy the bag like 10 years ago. Like, who cares about them? Like, that has nothing to do with you. And I was just like, I think about things this way. If I was alone in the woods, with no one or nothing to compare my life to, what are the things I would be concerned about? It would be that I have a roof over my head, something to drink, preferably matcha, something to eat, and a good night's sleep. That's pretty much it. So And me. And you in the woods with me. <laughs> but otherwise, like those are the bare things that 
bare minimum things that you need to care about really is just keeping yourself alive and happy, I really could care less about the other people and what they're doing with their lives unless it's people I actually care about, like Mira. I do care quite a bit about what's happening Thank in your you life. so much. Yes. <laughs> but like there's tons of people from high school where like I have friends who are like, oh my God, did you see what she's doing? I'm like, no, and I don't care. I'm like, oh, like people yeah. just got married and a lot of like a lot of my friends were kind of like shitting on it. And I was like, why do you care? Yeah, the only time I ever feel a type of way is that person was really mean to me because then I'm sure. like, yeah, but then I always think because <laughs> I'm so like and I'm very, very, very a big believer in karma. So I'm like, mm, you were mean and you're not a nice person. So I don't care if you're married. I know there's something wrong with that and you're not actually <laughs> happy and that's not my responsibility to care about that because I don't care about you because you're mean, but bless, bless yourself. Goodbye. I don't care. Amen. So there's that. Well, yes. So that's kind of our little chit chatty therapy sesh down with us getting real, you know, just seeing what really goes down in our heads mm-hmm. um, at Matcha Money's podcast. Exposed. But, uh, yeah. Overall, though, I feel like we're doing pretty damn good mm-hmm. given the deck of cards we've been handed. And we got to pat ourselves on the back. So let's just do that yes, right now. Yes, everyone with us. Pat, pat, pat. Everyone pat your back with us. And... Yes. Uh, so that kind of just wraps up. So we'll close it off. If mm-hmm. you enjoyed what you heard today, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, depending on whatever platform. Or you could just do both because you love us. Yeah. Um, follow us on our socials at Matcha Monday's Podcast on Pinterest, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can follow us individually. Silver has a say. Oh my god. Silver has a sustainable art business at Silver Room Gallery and I have an Instagram at Machimira and she's a public baby. So Woo-hoo. give it a follow and say hi. I always respond to messages. People have been very nice lately. So it's been very nice to respond back to all of you. You guys have been so yeah. nice. Um, and that's all on my end. What about you? We do. If you want discounts off of your matcha, you can go to matcha.com and use our code matcha Mondays for a discount. Thank you for being here with us. And until next time, have a great matcha, matcha Monday. Toodaloo. Oh my.